This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. conclusion that I've come to in this lockdown that you might think is completely crazy. Tell me if you think so. Every one of us is like a melody. Every human is like a melody so that we are so unique because there is no melody uh, the same. I'm just going to say, Marina, I'd be very interested to know what Stu's melody is. I was zipping my tongue, right, because I was going to be nice. I wasn't going to say anything because I had some things going through my head about you, Colin. I actually liked the kind of view from above. It looked like a maypole, maybe. My dad actually built that maypole. <laughs> is it in your back garden? Like most people watching line, have you got a maypole? <laughs> no. Expanding horizons. Right. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. It's another wonderful Saturday in Christchurch. And yet again, you are live, listening live to Stu and Cole. And I'm Cole and Stu. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Colin. And not, not just listening live. But watching live as well. Ah, that's right. Because yeah. <laughs> we're doing a big video, video, we're going to video today. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and we so this is going to be our second lockdown show, right? Because we did one last week. Yeah, that's right. And do you remember what it was about, Cole? Yeah, we did. We talked. Um, we played all those mod revival songs, didn't we, Stu? And you're just trying we to did. test my memory, aren't you? <laughs> well, what I was leading to was that. Um, oh, you were leading to something. I was. Gonna, <laughs> I was leading to something. Because remember how we've got this hard drive, this expanding Horizons hard drive, and it locked me out, and I, and I lost access to it. I was able to unlock it. Ah, how did you do that? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I got some advice on the internet that actually worked for once, <laughs> without making you download some software that then didn't work unless you bought it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I unlocked it. And that has led me to archiving uh, all our shows and also creating a spreadsheet. So I know exactly every show that we've done. And this is show number 285 that we're Whoa. doing today. Oh, that's pretty so great. we're closing in on that 300 and we've got some plans for that, haven't we? Yeah, we do. 300 will be coming 300. soon. Hey, we, it's exciting today, not only doing the video, but today we've got Marina. Marina is yeah. back <laughs> on the show like last year in lockdown. So we, it must be just something to do with lockdown, Marina, <laughs> that we only have you. But, yeah, uh, so I think you only remember me in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. But, but it's been, um, it's wonderful because we can see you this time, like you're in the studio for real, whereas last time you were just some um, voice with, with no image. So, yeah, so we'll be um, talking to I agree, Marina. I agree. It's very nice to see you. Yeah. We're going to be talking to you, Marina, about what you've been doing in the in the intervening year, and um, playing some of your tracks as well. And um, yeah, we'll just see what, what's going on. What's going on with Marina? <laughs> well, 
I thought uh, to lead into Marina, we'll we'll play a bit of Nirvana, so we might do in Bloom, right? Oh, <laughs> oh Stu, that is so clever. <laughs> so let's do. So this is uh, in Bloom from Nirvana, and you're expanding horizons on Plains FM ninety six point nine. Yeah. 
podcast. Cole's at his place. Social distancing on Expanding Horizons, 96.9. All right, we are back on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM, 96.9. It's a Saturday afternoon, and you were just listening to Nirvana in Bloom, and that was Stu's little segue into our interview today with Marina, Marina Bloom, who's all the way in Auckland. That's right. So, Colin, but before we do that, we need to get on the platform. Oh, okay. Stu, get on okay, the platform. Okay, but I've got some special platform music today just for Marina. Marina. So, in case you don't know what that is, that's um, Aqua Marina from Stingray, if you remember that. My gosh. You know, I, th- I think it's, I don't know if it's Ray Donovan or Ray Miller. It might be Ray Miller. Right. One of the one of the rays, anyway. Ray Donovan's an actor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he might have done some singing as well. Oh yeah. Might have <laughs> anyway, no. let's Are get you on glad, the platform. Marina, that you gave up your Saturday morning for this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ask a question, Colin. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so Marina, it's lovely to have you on our show um, a year and a year and a bit later. But um, so, has it been a busy? Has it been a busy year for you? Well, it has been. Since we met, I uh, released another album, right? which has been um, a really a special album because I've, half of those songs were recorded um, during the year and part of that was in lockdown. Some of them were written in the lockdown. So, you know, the songs of isolation, as I called that, <laughs> so some of that, you know, like a truly, truly... Um, you know the state of the state of the heart um, as last year, and now very rings very true for what we're going through right now. Um, and yeah, I've I've done a lot of um, writing, songwriting during this year, and um, performed as well. So my uh, was a big show in the Tuning Fork uh, in February, where I played a lot of songs from my new album. So yes, it's been a mixture of songwriting, performing, and um, you know, just uh, painting and doing all sorts of uh, interesting things. So we're going to come back to we'll come back to your talking about painting. But um, so, do you find the the lockdown experience is quite productive for you, um, musically, or? You know, one thing that I love is being at home. I don't know why, but I just love being at home. Uh, and maybe it's my introvert um, in me that just like, oh, this is good. The earth is good, you know, these birds are there. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel so so relieved for, for the earth and for the planet. You know, like just in such peace. Um, and I can do work because I do work full time as well. Um, right. And yeah, so I, I work from home and then when there is this almost, you know, when there is raining outside, it's even better because that means I don't have to go for a walk. I mean, it's, you know, that's kind of to the point. You're hoping for a rainy lockdown week to like be the best fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like going for a walk, but sometimes it's sort of like you have to, forced yourself to go out and then you go oh i'm really enjoying this you know but yeah. kind of getting there is a bit yeah getting out the door is not always easy right it, that's the worst part yeah. of it all yeah mm. colin i think i think you and i can vouch for working from home yeah. as well it's a good it's it's, yeah, I like it's it. nice i got a it's 30 nice. it takes a load of 
I was going to say it takes a load of stress yeah. off, doesn't it? It's a level level of stress. And the thirty off. second commute mm. down the down the hallway is better than the thirty minute drive up the road. <laughs> you know, so true. And and how long do you guys uh, take to prepare a show? Oh, you can tell Marina about five oh. minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have to do any after work? Like, because you would be doing some editing and. Well, some of us do. I don't do anything. Some of us do. <laughs> no research, no, no. no anything off the cuff. Stu's, Stu's, Stu's the man with all the skills on the editing. Yeah. Ah, and so can I ask you more questions? Of course you can. Oh, of course. You do it, Marina. This is your you show. Ask us. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, so how long have you been doing this for? Four. Uh, since mm, since 2016. Uh-huh, yeah, so you think we'd be better at it, wouldn't so, you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, five years is a short period of time. You think of a marriage, you know, it's it's pretty new. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. Are it's we still fresh? <laughs> no. yeah. We're still in the honeymoon phase. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I was talking about my spreadsheet earlier. So yeah, the twenty second, no, the twenty seventh of February, twenty sixteen, we yeah. did our first show. So wow. some time ago. That's so, right. so what is mm. what is your mm. secret to staying in this working relationship? Um, has it how has it been? <laughs> Spending as <laughs> less time together as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and um, when we talk about things, you know, you can just roll your eyes and go, <laughs> you know, especially we're in the studio. Mm. When we're in the studio, Marina, um, there's a whole energy, and I guess that. Um, you would get this performing, you know, you write music and um, you record your music and that has something special for you. And, I'm, you know, but when you're on stage um, performing it and you get the kind of energy back from the crowd and, and the people who are listening to you, I guess there's something special for you as a performer. And I often think that um, when I've done shows, you know, when Stu's been away, and been busy and I've done it on my own it is not nearly as half as much fun as when Stu's in the studio with me and when you get other people in the room as well and the banter that goes on and you know when you, you um you, you're talking to someone and then you can look across and you can see that they're on the same wavelength as you I guess that maybe that's like for you when you play with other musicians and um that they get what you're doing straight away and so I guess it's for, for Stu and I, it's like that. You know, it's interesting. You, you're talking about um, performing and kind of looking at people. You, you are do, your job is much harder because you don't see people. Uh, you only have this inter- interaction with yourselves. And you could only hope that what you're doing is actually landing well, right? Um, it's in some ways... Um, I feel like on the musicians is less pressure because we are creating something like in the moment and we're mainly just driven by our own sort of inspiration. And uh, for me, I just try not to have any pressure of thinking about how people will perceive this enter in my creative space. Right. Um, And even when, when I'm performing, if I for a second think that, um, you know, uh, how people are perceiving me or think about people in that moment, I can lose the track of, of what I'm doing. So uh, I even sometimes in the very moment where like I have to take a big note or I have to do something, I kind of I sometimes for just a split second, I switch to 
the moment I'm in and like, you know, like, I'm like, people are looking at me. I'm about to sing, like, just kind of like this, just looking at myself for a second. I then can just urgently go back into the song itself because I know if I continue staying in that space, I really will lose the point. I will lose the lyrics. I will lose the energy and everything. So it's kind of interesting, right? But I wonder how it is for you when you are sitting there and you have no feedback, unless you're asking people to call. But what is it like for you? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, what you were describing sounds to me, you know, a lot like when you get that, um, you you become self-aware of what you're saying and how you appear. Mm -hmm. And then you start thinking and you get that feedback loop of of Mm -hmm. your own voice. And um, yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to get out of that. So it's interesting. It's interesting for you to say that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't find that too much of a problem when we're in studio, but in other settings, like uh, speaking in front of a live audience, if the audience is is yeah. kind of dead, as in our experience in our other in our other world, Colin, sometimes you know the audience that I'm talking about, yeah. they can be quite dead and yeah, you get nothing yeah. back from them. Then you're very <laughs> self aware. You're not talking about teaching. <laughs> And then <laughs> your mouth yeah. goes dry. <laughs> You're wondering where your next it's words like, are coming from. It's like from. those um, <laughs> comedians. And and I was watching a TV show the other day and, and, like, the comedian was, you know, cracking jokes and everyone's just sitting there and he's like, is this mic on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it is like oh, you know, yeah. You know, that brings me, actually, that reminds me of what I'm doing in terms of um, – Stand up, actually, not me personally, oh. but I've been um, organizing um, some stand up for Russian community here, and it's a, it's a pilot project that I'm working on at the moment. But I'm just I'm really in love with with all the fun stuff, you know. I love the jokes, I love all the all what makes people smile, and um, in this process of um, working with the team of these comedians that I have um, gathered. Um, somehow in the last couple of months I have been just observing it's the first time that I really observed how the jokes are constructed and what makes people laugh and how perception of what we find funny other people don't necessarily find funny you know that's that's a very interesting um, observation Mm. and kind of get into the world of comedy it's actually very mm, almost it's not. It's a quite a serious job. <laughs> it's quite a quite a specific thing. Um, it's it's a skill. It's a just like anything. You master it. You think about it. You constantly hone it, and you become really good at it. So I've been I've been very fortunate to find some really creative people, and I've been working with them to to bring out the, the funniest things in them um, because I just love making entertaining people. Yeah. And so this is one of the things that I've been doing. It's interesting because because I'm about. Well, a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was listening to or on YouTube. I was watching this English comedian from East London, and um, he's probably of similar age. And um, but you know, when he talks, he talks about things, then you go, oh, "It's so real," and you go, "Oh, that is so true," and um, mm-hmm. about your lives, and you can you can think, "Oh, his family and his life was just the same as mine," and so you connect like that, mm-hmm. and then it, he can turn that into something that's humorous. And it's interesting because he'll say something and then they film the crowd and the people in the crowd are looking at each other going, that is you, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, yep. and uh, it's, it's very, very – there's a very um, 
I don't know, there's an art to that, isn't there? There's, there's, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And just like with every art, some people um, naturally just have that channel open. Uh, not naturally, but they kind of, um, as part of their life, they just have that as p- part of them. And that's why when they start doing it as as comedians, you think it's a talent, but it's just that channel has been open and has been working and mm. and kind of that mastery has been working. You know, it's a little bit like um, my sister is a very famous, um, very famous. Um, she's she's an amazing artist, my younger sister. Um, but I, I won't tell her identity because it's kind of she keeps it secret. Um, but she's. Um, she's got like a million followers here, a million followers on TikTok. Like she's, she's amazing. And when you look at the, like people say, she's so super talented. She draws comics and she draws, um, she creates great animations and she works for some uh, big, big uh, animation companies. And she, uh, you know, if you, if you look at her childhood, she's been drawing every second of the day. So it doesn't, just happened that she's talented and i and i keep saying it to to people who go oh you know i used to play i don't know guitar or i used to draw very well when i was little um and that kind of seemed like a thing of the past that they did something and that's no longer available and i'm like no it is available to you if you just give a little bit of time if you just start being interested and the interest is the key you know then you actually will get better inevitably it's like your um so like your painting marina and i was just gonna can we can we just play a couple of songs and then we'll come back and talk about this this new avenue that you've gone down how's it how's that sound what what have we got Stu? well let's we'll do in love with life because that's kind of what we've been talking about and also once upon a time we'll follow we'll do that after as well so we'll do a double and in love with life all right Let's do it. You're on Expanding Horizons on Planes FM and we're doing this show live and we're videoing it, warts and all. And so here's In Love With Life from Marina Bloom. I'm in love I'm in love with life And while the people I'm walking by, I'm in the clouds, I'm bound And I'm happy, cause I've got what I've got And I'm happy, cause I've lost what I've lost And I'm blessed, because I'm alive with life I'm in love I'm in love with life And if you smile It makes it easy to feel the love And I'm blessed because I'm alive. 
Doing it live, 96.9 FM.
Who's at his house? Cole's at his place. Social distancing on Expanding Horizons, 96.9. Right, and you are back on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM, 96.9. And we were just listening to two tracks from our guest today, Marina Bloom, and Once Upon a Time and In Love with Life. Am I right with those, Stu, in the right order after you corrected me last time? Yeah, no, Maybe. I can see it. I know that it's true. <laughs> so, Marina, just before we went to those tracks, we, you were talking about how um, I'm guessing people have, you know, some skills within them or some interests or some passions and then for whatever reason, I guess, in life gets busy and then they um, put those away and then they come back to them, right? Or you've opened up a channel and you were talking about the, the comedy. So... Before mm-hmm. off-air, you were talking about how you've um, started painting. So is that something Is that an, um, something that you used to do when you were younger and you kind of drifted away from, or is it something you've always been interested in? I think I – so I was very good with portraits when I was little, <clears throat> so I could actually sort of articulate on the paper the, the similarity of the person in front of me and pick up those – you know, features very well. But I never developed that. So I kind of went into music more than I went into my uh, graphic art or anything like that. And now, uh, a year ago, I was invited to join an art class uh, of a Russian teacher here, Svetlana Bogdanova, who is an amazing teacher. And so I went into this little groups of women drinking wine and, you know, uh, doing some painting. It's great. <laughs> In the home setting. It was awesome. Uh, and we just, just sort of relaxed and, you know, painting, painting away. Um, and I've learned some things that I, they, they almost, these rules of painting, you know, some, some of the things that if you try, you can arrive at those conclusions by practicing and kind of seeing what works but here they're given to you and you can easily implement them without having to go through finding that out yourself so those were like little shortcuts um of how to make something look closer or further or bigger smaller and all those kind of things and perspective uh and that was really good uh and then uh, during the lockdown i did a little bit of painting last year and uh, but I didn't really spend a lot of time. This year, what started happening is um, I just felt like I was looking at everything. I don't know what actually caused this, but I was looking at everything of the nature and everything, and I started seeing everything like it was painted. And I can't explain it, but it was like that. Every surface, I could see how I would paint that. And so that kind of indicated to me that I really need to go back to painting Mm. (laughs) because that was just random yeah so I would look at the fireplace and I would just imagine it kind of broken into layers of paint and it was just like this room was alive with all the all the colors of acrylic oils you know and I was like okay I know exactly how I would paint that so I just started painting and um just really find it very meditative. So I would stand on my veranda and just paint and like, ah, and at the time would just disappear, like three hours Mm. just gone. Um, So, and I believe that when you, when you are in that state and you do a painting, the painting then captures that state of yours. So when people come and look at it, they kind of experience your, what you 
were experiencing at the time. Like you're in a, you're in a, you're in a feelings and you're in a peace. Yeah. 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 Your state of mind at the time, I I think is captured by, by the painting. Um, So, yeah. So your painting, it's a real right brain shift, isn't it? I know when I, I was trying to get back into doing some drawing, um, I followed this book, which I think might have even been titled that. Um, and it really made a difference when you make that shift. So you were talking about how you broke down everything that you were seeing. So I think that's a really extreme shift mm-hmm. that you were doing. That's amazing. Actually, uh, very similar to the brainwave almost that I had when I started writing music, which was around now seven years ago, um, where I started listening to I started just hearing music, you know, that that's just out of nowhere. Um, and I, and it probably was preceded by uh, some emotional times uh, during my life, but it was definitely a sudden, quite clear something, you know, in your environment where you go, like, this didn't happen before, <laughs> what is it? So I'm just, I, I might be very perceptive to how I feel, I don't know, but um, I certainly... I certainly found that quite interesting. So that drew me into painting and then I just felt so free, you know, um, with the music now, it's, it's actually quite interesting because with the music now, people have an expectation of me that I'm a singer. It's, it's a very interesting thing, right? So particularly in my community, they go, well, you're a singer. You should, uh, you know, when is your next concert? When is your next album? When is your... And <clears throat> to be honest, I don't associate myself with I'm a singer. You, it might come as a surprise to you. I am a singer because I've always been a singer. Like, it's just, okay, like, I eat, okay, so I sing. So I don't know, it's, it's not, it's, you know, like, it's not something dif- that differentiates me, you know, look. Um, but at the same time, I almost feel pressure when people have the expectation mm. that I'm going to continue doing it. So... And also, it comes as very, um, not a shock and not offensive, but the borderline where people go, what, you paint? Mm. Like, <laughs> it's almost like I'm not allowed. I should stay in my box yeah, as a singer. Yeah, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, Marina. Yeah. Stop into other people's yeah. jobs. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, just, and just going back to the song we played, you know, In Love With Life, mm. um, I... Uh, have a story about it uh, that I wanted to show to tell you because <clears throat> I don't even know if I shared this before. Now it's all deja vu. I don't know. Um, I had I was in a quite a low kind of place where I was trying to pick myself up. The job I was doing wasn't not not so much the job, but my boss was not very you know I, I didn't have a good relationship. Something shifted. She was fine before and then she wasn't, and I don't know what it was. And then I, I remember driving to work, and I remember thinking that I, you know, I can't let this person make me feel bad, even outside work. I can't let this happen. I have to find a way to shift this and to um, to make myself feel better. Um, and so I wrote the song in love with life and I would sing that to myself going to work and you know within seven to ten days I don't remember exactly but I was shifted into another job I was moved 
and I was able to bring my state of being to this happiness level um, just by singing this song. And I know that it has a special energy, this song. So when you are listening to it, uh, and it's obviously on Spotify everywhere, uh, just just let it raise your mood uh, to the point where you're ecstatically happy, happy about life and where you just enjoy life for the sake of it. And then miracles happen, seriously. I believe the song can bring miracles to people. So I'm I'm quite happy to share it. And I, I created it as, I released it as a, present to people um for christmas uh, so that that was my gift to people oh, that's great eh? story. That's, hey i'm um, talking of songs you're going to play another couple of songs right otherwise people are going to be like keep talking about music and then never playing any of it so um Stu, we are going to be playing another time by marina bloom and you are on expanding horizons on plains fm 96.9 There was something As the seconds slid by I held on to your stare Never knowing which way to turn Only hoping the flame would burn If I held out my hand Wouldn't you dance on the fire with me? A different state of mind And if I was all yours Would you be all mine And would you hold me close In another place And in another time In the eye of the storm No one can hear you screaming even wide away, it still feels like I'm dreaming. Are you feeling the same way too? Does it seem slightly deja vu? If I held up my hand, would you dance in the fire with me? And I will love you in another time, a different state. A different state of mind And if I was all yours Would you be all mine And would you hold me close In another place And in another time Between the lows and the highs There'll be winners and losers And I will love you In another time A different stage A different state of mind And if I was all yours Would you be all mine 
offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener.
She's at his house. Cole's at his place. Social distancing on Expanding Horizons, 96.9. All right, and you are back on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole and Marina Bloom, who is in Auckland today. And they were just two tracks, and we just heard her track Make Believe and before that, Another Time. So, Marina, you tell us there's a story behind this Another Time. Another Time, yes. Um, This was the very second song I've ever written, uh, which is actually very... um, to me, it's it's one of my best songs. I don't know. It's it's just very personal. And when people ask me what's your favorite out of your all, all of your songs, and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. This is like my I'm children. Just and you ask like, me, which is your favorite child? <laughs> yeah, um, my children actually believe that they are individually are the single favorite, uh, <laughs> and I tell them that regularly. And they're like, do you tell the other one? And I can't. can't can't admit that but anyway so with (laughs) with my songs um this one is very special because i feel like it has the elements of um a very cinematic kind of feel but it also it's it was written the lyrics for the song were written just like majority of my songs were written by michael davis and when when I was going through, you probably remember when I was telling you that he would put in lyrics in front of me and the music would just come. So this this was the very second song that he put in front of me and the music was immediately there. And I was like, wow, this is just so blowing me away of this quality of the music. That's why it's very hard for me to take any credit for it, seriously, because it just comes and I'm like, I've got nothing to do with it. It's like, okay, you know. Um, but it did have this very, probably very Russian feel, very sentimental feel, nostalgic kind of feel. And when Michael was describing to me what the lyrics were about, he said that he's written it after he watched the movie The Time Traveler's Wife. And um, it impacted him in a way he just wanted to write it. And the words, you know, um, I will love you in another time, a different state different state of mind and that's just so so profound I don't know and it just gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it just because the music and the lyrics just go so well together um even if I say so you know myself (laughs) (laughs) Um, but but that's like um you know modest me um but anyway so it's it's very um it's it's one of my favorite songs that's what I want to say cool cool that's great um so I was um, I was going to ask you, because we've been talking a little bit about your art, and Stu and I are always very interested mm-hmm. with the artwork that goes on to, um, you know, albums and CDs and that kind of thing. Have you have you considered mm-hmm. that um, your next album, possibly you would do your own artwork for? I don't know. The artwork um, is probably less important than the video that goes with music no. uh, these days. You know, like, who looks at the I mean, okay, you know, you can distinguish them, but who cares? Uh, but, yeah, it has to be in a square format, and I, I, I don't even know what I can fit into a square format. Square? Mm, I don't know. Maybe it will come to me. <laughs> <laughs> but but this this one, this, this last album that I had is called Bloom, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, that couldn't really come up with any other name. <laughs> But yeah, it had it had, uh, it, had um, <clears throat> it had. I I saw this photographer 
um, her name is Marina DeWitt. And <clears throat> she was on my Instagram. Like, she, she photographs these amazing, amazing flowers. And I was like, oh, I just love this flower so much. And she does this coloring of that in such ways, just, oh, I don't know. I just sit there, oh my gosh, these flowers. And, and so it came to me that I should use one of her photos that she uses, that she took uh, of flowers on my album cover because it's called Bloom, you know, and just very fitting with flowers. And so we met and we talked about um, music and art and she's very, very, uh, very cool person. I really enjoyed talking to her. So we, we did that. And so, I don't know, I feel like bringing somebody in uh, to work with me on the art or on the music it's, it gives you another energy and another connection. I really enjoy connecting with people. So, and particularly creative people is just so good. I was going to ask you, Marina, yes. when you're painting, when you're painting, mm-hmm. um, are you, is, is, is it quiet for you? Are you in a quiet space or do you have, you know, music? Because um, a friend of mine who's a, a sculptor, he often talks to me about the links between music and art whether it be you know paintings or sculpture sculpture or whatever and how you know they they tight they are tightly bound together the way that music makes you feel the way that art makes you feel and that you can link the two to, to create emotion so i was wondering if if when you paint whether you like quiet space or whether you paint with music in the background? I guess the problem that I have is I don't have a pre, pre-prepared set of music to paint with. I should really now start to think about that. What are my playlists for painting? Um, I do like painting with music when it really fits my mood or really kind of gives me that space that I want to be in. Uh, but if I don't, and if I can't find the music right in that moment, I actually turn it off and I have my internal radio, like I have my internal music going on. So I can switch that on and just paint. So it's, you know, there are choices. <laughs> Colin, I really liked your quiet question when you asked, answered that, when you asked that question, just how quiet and sort of meditative you were. That's me, well, I just you. And the way you're sitting as well is kind of oh yeah, sort I'm, of in the lotus. I'm in the lotus position for sure. That's why I keep fidgeting all the time. It's just a really, really reflective, really reflective question. I enjoyed yeah. it. I'm serious. No, no, I'm serious. I'm not mocking you. It's a borderline yoga pose. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see me. In. It's a good question though because we. <clears throat> When I work for the government and I and I do a little bit of marking, I like to have some music playing in the background because it yeah. gets me into the zone. So that's really interesting. When you don't have to think. So it's a, yeah. When you don't have to think. Because yeah. when you think and there's music, it might actually interrupt. You know what I noticed recently, just to kind of um, just mention something. I was in this um, art class and my teacher said, let's listen to your music. And they played and they played it. And I was painting, and I could not, I could not actually focus on my painting. My voice was so distracting. I was like, can we just turn it off? Because my voice just was so, like, drawing me. I was like, what is this? And it was very strange. 
All right. Hmm. <laughs> right. Marina, it's been, it's been awesome, much. hasn't it, Cole? I think my, my mind has always expanded when we speak to Marina. Hmm, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's, next time I feel inspired. we'll have a, um, a, a real in-life meeting when you come. Come down to Christchurch. Yeah, let's do that. That would be Hopefully um, you can get some time to do some more painting and um, writing some Mm -hmm. wonderful songs. And and have an exhibition down the line. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yes, that would be amazing. Marina, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, That would be great, yeah. Okay. Mm, All right. Thank you very much. So um, big thanks to Marina again for giving up her Saturday afternoon. And um, Stu? Thank you so much for inviting me. I had so much fun. It's so good. Thank you. Probably time that we got up. Well, we'll be. (laughs) You always want to race away. You always want to race away. Oh, sorry. We'll just, we better say hello to Sign of the Firebird, right? Yeah. They'll be be frustrated. Doing nothing. And Bridgepin as well. Bridgepin's put out some new tracks. They're still producing stuff because they've got a back catalogue. Right. So that's all good. And um, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be doing another one of these next week in some. Some sort of fashion, won't we, Colin? We will. About something yep. we do not know what. All right, we'll now go. All right, it's probably time then we got up. And got down. And stayed inside. Is that right? <laughs> we'll see you <laughs> later. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye.